0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time of this is the E.P. podcast. That you you the E.P. podcast is a the Introducing myself, the man of the hour, a myself, of my son, the field of power. It's Gnarly. Charlie. <laughs> Let's go. And they call me the Digital Phantom. I am the, du- the Duke of Derps, also known as Garrett. Yo, what's up, everybody? Blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Ooh, and,
0: uh,
1: all well, out weekend, bro. Bro. Bro.
0: I'm all in. Oh, wait, shit. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> I still think they should bring that back as a separate show. I Imagine this. All right, so there's, what is there, like four or five AEW pay-per-views a year? I'd just add one more and make it all in and just throw it randomly somewhere in there. Like, I don't know where there's, like, a blank spot. Like, maybe it's between Revolution and uh double or nothing there's like a, a big maybe put it in there and then because you six one more a year does not feel like that many no, feel no. Like Tony we, and we
1: can get rid of one of these uh fucking yeah get
0: rid of one of the tv things get rid of
1: one of it's, our tv specials right because we don't need
0: a, that many they don't all work most exactly, of them are boring let's,
1: let's let's toss one out and then let's get all in
0: back yeah, I don't know which one you would toss. Maybe, maybe you take one of the Battle of the Belts for out instead. Like instead of having two of those a year, you have one toward this part of the year instead. I think that might work better to make those more events make more sense, you know? Because there are two of them a year is just brutal. But um, uh, anyway, distracting conversation aside, yeah. So a lot of, of freaking insane wrestling this week, and also some kind of boring wrestling at the toward the end. But whatever. That's that's every week of wrestling. Listen, all right. In a week where Tony Khan has to come out and basically say, "All right, we're gonna fix Rampage," like that—that <laughs> that tells you the kind of Rampage we had, you know. Something's um, telling me
1: uh, next week we're gonna see Kenny or CM Punk or Danielson wrestling on Rampage.
0: Possibly, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. One, if not more, that maybe one of maybe they'll, maybe he'll put a match with a couple of them on there. Like I, that would be one of the ways you get people to watch it. But um, anyway, yeah. So. Uh, just a lot of crazy stuff this week. Just before we get into all the rest of the stuff that happened this week and our favorites and all that snazzy doo did do do. Um whatever the hell that means. Um we, we have a couple of orders of bidness to take care of. You can follow us both on Twitter. You can follow me at Bain That's B-A-N-E-D-U-K-E. And you can follow Charlie at O Charlie with an X instead of an A. A A A A A. And you can also you can find me on Twitch. Uh, right now I've been streaming Alien Isolation and I actually went back and started playing like Call of Duty Zombies again. Ooh. Okay. For like absolutely no reason at all. I think I think I'm gonna try and convince you to get on some Cold War with me. Cold War um, zombies? Well, Cold, Cold War, War zombies War? would be cool. That would be. We played like, one game together, and then yeah. you never played with me again, and I still am pissed about that. <laughs> but um, so we, we might have to have a uh, we might have to have a one v one sniper contest where you obliterate <laughs> me so to 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 settle the score, but. Um have we ever one-v-one? Actually I don't think we have. I, I that wouldn't go that wouldn't go well for me. Um Hey <laughs> man, fair, fair. I I would I wouldn't do as bad as I would have used to, but I especially cuz you like basically trained me, but like anyway, th- th- side conversations aside, you can also uh, you know, make sure whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on you either follow uh or subscribe or whatever the button is on podcast platform of choosing, Google, Apple, or uh wait what's the other one oh yeah Spotify. Spotify yeah and when I listen to podcasts on these days honestly uh, the the one I'm not listening to them just like because some of them just posted to YouTube also you know yeah um it just depends on on how you plan to do it and um, and
1: this is uh gonna be a three show weekend for us guys so you maybe you just maybe you just listen to our all out predictions and you're like you know what those guys aren't too bad those guys or you think maybe those guys fucking suck I need to hear them talk more shit
0: yeah I need to I need to hear vice versa. What uh, bullshit these guys are gonna say next
1: yeah so if or if you're listening to this first all out predictions are in your feed right now. So
0: absolutely you
1: check that on next. Cause we will literally, what we do is we record this and then we're recording that right after. So our brains are still hot. We're still rolling. It's Saturday yes. night, baby. You know how it is. We're doing this right. It's actually so. kind of
0: nice to do it that way because uh, I'm thinking about all the stuff that literally just happened when I'm making my predictions. Yeah. So sometimes it's a lot clearer than like some weeks you'll be literally going up to the pay per view and you're like, I have, I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, Fuck it. And Nobody, so, yeah. Anyway, um, that being said, let's just get right into it, I guess, and go straight to um, what we were really, really digging this week. And for uh, this week, I'll be taking the Reigns, the Roman Reigns. Anyway, uh, the Solo Sequoia. Anyway, um, and uh, this week I was really digging uh, It's back to back weeks for me now. The opening match on, I guess technically it didn't open the show because we opened the show with a John Moxley promo this week. But um i hope they stop doing that after the all out
1: three uh, weeks what, in a opening, row with
0: that. opening with a promo ah. yeah. three weeks in a row i like getting back to the I'm match okay opening. with it i'm okay with it. i like opening with wrestling matches but i don't think i mean i think we're we're still pretty far out from getting new viewers anyway so like you know um like from people that aren't going to care they need yeah. to see the wrestling like I, I get the argument that well every time we open a show it should be with a wrestling match that way if somebody's just a regular casual wrestling fan they can at least understand that wrestling is happening right or whatever the reasoning is. Anyway, that being said, the opening match on dynamite this week was Jake Hager versus Brian Danielson. And, uh, first of all, I just, I love being able to see Hager every so often. And I, I think I've said this, um, every time that we've talked about a Hager match, but I liked that Hager is basically treated like what he is, which is an MMA fighter. Like he doesn't fight more than a couple of matches a year. Um, because his, you know, it, it, because in real life, well, I guess wrestling is still in real life. And, and, MMA, obviously, you can't fight more than a couple fights a year because of medical reasons. <laughs> you know, like it would, you could, you would die if you didn't. I think uh, just from the training. But um, that, you know, it was a super technical match, which of course you expect to see because people. Again, I always say this. I, I just end up literally saying, Charlie. I, I, I know you were probably expecting this. I say like the same five things every time I watch a Hager match, which is people <laughs> sleep on his abilities. Um, but, but The and, reality is, they do. They really do because you forget because you don't see him so much and people are like oh Jake Hager but him and Danielson can you know they've both worked matches together before they did a bunch of stuff together and I've always been a Hager fan like ever since he debuted I've talked about this quite a while I remember his original I don't know if his original but one of his original uh, first title reigns over there which was I think winning like the US title or something like that when that title was uh completely the best it was totally worth a lot then but he actually made that that title to me at least a little bit matter at the time and um you know i just like this match on paper looked good and it delivered i love when that happens because sometimes it doesn't and when it doesn't you're like damn it doesn't even make any sense like all my wrestling logic is out the window um this is fucked the chops from both were getting really good resonance off the chests which i used that term i don't know i that's i just think that sounds uh fancy but um but if you know it's like, like i said he's you know i like um really good counter wrestling and those, this this felt like that I, honestly it's cool because danielson goes out there with just about everybody these days charlie um and he can make almost everybody look good oh my god i just popped the hell out of the mic sorry everybody but um <laughs> he just uh he just obliterates uh the competition and also makes them look like a million bucks i i it's one of the hallmarks of what i think makes danielson one of the best wrestlers if not the greatest wrestler of all time is his ability to not only make himself look like amazing, but also make the other person in the match look like just as great. Absolutely. Uh, Finish of the match uh, comes when uh, I believe it was like some kind of, I can't remember the exact counter, but uh, Danielson countered out of a move, hit the Busaiko knee. And uh, I think it was like like a corner situation. I just can't remember the exact details. And then, uh, then of course the JS come down and make the beat, excuse me, to make the beat down for the pre-match. Um, I think didn't Jericho like leave commentary or something like that. Um, yeah, Jericho, I believe Jericho, Jericho and, uh, and William Regal were both on commentary for this match. If I'm uh, not incorrect. Um,
1: yep. And Jericho though, was going to grab that chair
0: and Garcia fucking grabbed it from him. And oh, that's right. That's right. And the Garcia stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then of course, um, you know, we have Claudio and Wheeler making the save as well. Um, Charlie. Yeah, I don't, I, did, I completely forgot about the Daniel Garcia stuff. Um, Charlie, just what were your thoughts about this whole uh, situation and um, this whole situation, this yeah, whole this whole, it, this whole opening match, uh, as well as uh, what do you think of uh, seeing Hager again?
1: I, I enjoy seeing Hager. I like seeing him being used as more than just the heater, letting him get a legit match in. And I feel like this past couple rounds we've seen of Hager, they're using him more like that. He's not just, you know, beating the hell out of someone on a hot tag and that's it. Um. I want to say uh, this match when it when it opened, Danielson went with more of an MMA influence. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah,
0: like uh, that's true. Actually, that's something I completely even forgot to write down. Yeah, at the very beginning of the match, Danielson started off with some like uh, some kicks, uh, some like uh, some calf kicks. You know what I mean? Like like, that's
1: fucking cool, man. And I mean, yeah, everything you touched on, I I thought this was a good start for. What I'll say is the week of AEW's wrestling. I mean, I know Elevation yeah, Dark absolutely. technically started it, but eh, fuck Dynamite is really where it kind of starts. In, in a way, it feels like Dark and Elevation and Dark is almost how the week ends and then it starts the next one. There's different I mean, ways for of a looking lot of people,
0: at it. that's how they watch it. Even people that review shows, they, yeah. they watch. I, I'll tell you myself. I'll openly admit this to the, to the audience that, that watches our show, which is that. Uh, or the listens, I guess they don't they don't watch it. But the listens to our show. Um, that I some weeks will watch Dynamite before I've watched either Dark show. Same, but some yeah. weeks I watch a Dynamite. And I'm like, damn, that was really good. And then I go watch three hours of Dark in a row because I'm like, damn, I want to watch more <laughs> wrestling. Now, I for no other wrestling yet except yeah. for except for Raw, which uh, still not there yet. Still but, not there yet. Um, but, <laughs> but but
1: yeah, but, man. Um, um, I'm I'm with you. And after the match, you know, noticing it's Claudio and Yuta that are always together. Now we know that's yes. kind of for the Ring of Honor thing. But this just gets me
0: thinking. I mean,
1: we'll talk about it. Is there supposed here. to be a
0: feud between them and FTR right now? What's going on with that? Well, yeah,
1: Ring of Honor, right? This gets me thinking. What if you know we we're just talking about what if multiple guys get on that rampage? Well, if they announce the Elite Verse, Danielson, Yuta, and fucking Claudio for those new titles, I mean, hey.
0: Oof, what a match!
1: Who's not buying into that? I mean, that's you're checking that out. Oh, a that's
0: a that's a. See you know
1: what I'm saying? Million so,
0: viewer rampage right there, I think. Oh, gee, I'm, that would be nuts. Um, I'm not even kidding though. If you put that match for those titles, if that was the first defense on oh, on that, it's rampage, gotta be live, right? It's gotta be alive. Right it now. would have to be live. There's no way you could you couldn't do that. On like our taped show. I mean, a crowd would love it, but you wouldn't, you, you probably wouldn't want to when do we start that. talking about dynamite. I can't wait to get in. what happens
1: after this, but um, yeah, this was Ooh. fun, man. I, I'm I'm digging the storyline between Daniel Garcia. I hope we get an, a legit alignment at all out. That'll feel like the culmination of that story in my eyes and it'll be a good thing. But yeah, um, that was a good match. That was worthy of a favorite. And so I'll, uh, I'll go to my favorite. And Garrett, yet again, we're bookending here. made uh, it, 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 main event it, it, of Rampage, or uh, wow, uh, not wow. a
0: Rampage of Dynamite, of Dynamite, definitely not. That's the, I don't even know how you slipped on that. It was definitely not, definitely that not Rampage. Um, so we
1: had the Elite Kenny Omega and the Unbucks who defeated the United Empire Will Osprey and Aussie Open. Let's just get this out of the way. I mean, holy shit, this was awesome. Um, this again—that's
0: what the crowd was saying the whole time.
1: Yeah, literally, this again shows. Uh, the story between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, they—if you didn't—if you weren't aware of that story—they've made us aware of it the last two weeks. So people that have never ever seen these guys interact, you
0: understand? They, they that IRL they team. don't like each other. Let's just drop kayfabe. They don't like each other for real. <laughs> these guys are fucking like actually and, and, enemies. Like yeah. they want to kill each other. Like. And I gotta because say, they both because okay, and it's and, and I and I understand why Will feels this way. But when Kenny Omega left New Japan to go to to go and start AEW with everybody, it put a lot of pressure on people like Will Osprey to hold the company up. And in a lot of people's opinions, for a while, it wasn't really being held up by anyone but Okada, you know, like so, and that's not Will's fault. It was just too much pressure for anybody, probably. So it's like there's a lot of IRL like this. Man, like, why is everything like a a blood feud, real life, like, backstage (laughs) fist fight? Like, what is happening in wrestling?
1: Yeah, right. But I got to say, the chemistry in the ring between those two was unbelievable. The Young Bucks and Aussie Open, it was unreal. They ran back. So, six years ago, the Elite had the five-star, the infamous five-star six-man tag match in PWG against Will Ospreay. And I want to say Mark Andrews and Ricochet. I'm not 100% sure. It's been six years. And this was the, they ran back literally 45 seconds of one of those spots. They ran it entirely back. And it was beautiful. It flowed. And you couldn't even tell because it flowed in with the match that they were already telling. And I just, I don't know, man. I get giddy because like, this is, this is what, what we've wanted for so long. These AEW
0: and the six man titles are it just, it made so much sense. I, I, this is something from day one that I wanted. Like, I wanted this. I've been saying this since like three podcasts ago. Like,
1: and I, I think, I hope this is the last title we get for a while, if ever. And like, I think we're set. We have our three singles titles for the guys, we got our two ladies titles, and now we got the two tags titles. It's, I honestly I do think-, think.
0: I know you hate this idea, but I honestly do think there will be women's tag titles eventually. But
1: eventually, I, you could sell me out in a year from now if if it's booked like that. Like the three, the trios titles have. You know, we've felt them coming for a year. It, you know, if maybe Thunderstorm, maybe I that wasn't coming anytime but, soon,
0: though. But I, I think the hints of like Thunderstorm and like they're tagging Marina and Nyla for a while now. And they kind of hinted at a Mercedes Serena tag team. You know, like, they, it, 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 and look, you could sell me on it if you book it right. And here's the reality I think,
1: I think this match to me, it, I, I had again, I saw zero flaws in it. And this is like three fucking dynamites in a row where I'm just, either of these matches could be some of my favorites of the year and
0: two of them are for this tournament. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing is that I knew this was going to happen. Um, it's just like last year when we, if we had done uh, like true end of the year awards, you know what I mean? Um, which we just didn't have enough data for But like uh, if, if we had done that, like so many of the matches in the women's like in the TBS title tournament, Um, would have been probably some of my favorite matches of the year just because like in a tournament like this because of the people you can put in it it it, just so much opportunity for just insane matches so i expect at least one if not two of these matches to potentially make it in there yeah um
1: and and i just gotta say that the tournament itself to me has been a massive success and the fact that back-to-back weeks we're picking favorites from it again i mean i'm just very impressed and so the finisher um also, shout out Mark Davis. That guy, he really fucking put it all into that shit. Like, there was multiple times where I was like, damn, Mark. Everybody in the match. I everybody in the match. But, everything. like, I feel like Mark Davis always, always is the one that gets, like, kind of overshadowed. Because Kyle's so young, so he feels like he gets a lot of the credit. But Aussie Open is a team. They're a fucking, they're a team. And, uh, by the way, they just showed up in Impact. So, maybe they go belt collector route. Well, FTR is going belt collector route, who knows where that could end up? But hey, okay, we've got more belts and we've still got
0: your other belts. So let's put, put, put all the belts on the line. Titles, uh, eight companies' titles on the line. I mean, so are FTR and CM Punk going to win the trio's titles? And then <laughs> and then uh, FTR is also going to win the AW tag titles off of. Ah, bro, it's going to be them and Wardlow. Oh, true. Actually, they do have a trio. Them and Wardlow. And, yeah, and then Wardlow also wins the All Atlantic title. Pinnacle um, 2.0. Um, and, and then MJF okay. wins the world title off CM Punk at uh, Grand Slam. <clears throat> this is the way. But yeah, yeah you imagine I mean, how many title matches you'd have to have in two weeks to make all that happen? God, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, man. So, I, I mean, again, I could wax Rapsonic about this match all fucking
0: night, but... There's I, one spot I, I only mean, wrote down. I, I I held my shit together this week. I only wrote down, like, one spot I liked from, like, every okay, match. Okay, hit, hit me like, with it. The spot from this match was a, a, a slingshot rebound off the ropes. Uh, uh, Canadian Destroyer slash Poison run. I believe it was done by one of the Jacksons. I could be wrong. Um, just insane. I've never it's- seen a Canadian Destroyer done like that. Also, the tag team cohesion moves by Bucks and Kenny. Like I like how they were like, oh, we're going to play it like Kenny is not back to full form. And Kenny was just like, "Not nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kenny fucking
1: Omega. <laughs> uh- Tomorrow night, uh, or tonight, whenever you're listening to this, uh, when when we have Kenny and Hangman in the ring, or like Matt and Hangman, I just can't wait. I genuinely can't wait. Though it's gonna be so fucking cool, dude.
0: Uh, yes, fuck. I man. agree. I can't 1000%. wait. But yeah, any, anything else from this one for you? Uh, just high spots all over the place. The crowd was with this. I mean, this was the kind of match that this, the audience that loves AEW wants to see. So give me more.
1: And this is the kind of match that people that you know. I haven't seen this kind of wrestling before you put this on. This is not the shit that they're used to. And I got to say, you got to fuck. It. They got to get into it.
0: Oh, and by the way, I love the best friends. I honestly thought for sure. Kenny, Kenny and the box are winning this. Now I'm not so sure because of who they're facing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, agreed. Agreed. And, Cause if anybody was going to beat them, it would have to be Hangman, Right. Like, yeah. So, or I don't know, like Danielson or something, so, but like,
1: and and God, it could it could really be something special. And so we're about to jump in the news real quick. But uh, real quick, I want to say uh, Will Will Ospreay has said this is probably his last time in AEW for a little bit. So let's assume that's true, and he's not back in three weeks. Um, he had five matches this year, and quick round of applause for Will Osprey. Uh, he did a trios with uh, Aussie Open against the FTR and Trent, which was awesome. He had a singles match against Dax, which was definitely one of our favorites that week. <laughs> he did a trios match with Aussie Open against uh, the Best Friends with Rocky instead of Orange. And then he did the Death Triangle match, now the the match with the Elite. And really, Will Osprey has, has walked into AEW, and had, he's five for five. All five winners. Yeah. And the match with Dax was fucking special. I mean, that's that's still one of the top five of Dynamite all year. And fucking dax hardwood man jesus but yeah so that can kind of tip us off in news
0: do you think do you think uh osprey gets back-to-back five-star matches back-to-back weeks
1: imagine i, I think this one got four and a half but or okay. four, four seven maybe one of them but didn't get the five but still hey worthy of of all the accolades Our to the me Bucks
0: didn't get the nod from from melts for once all right fair enough fair enough fair enough.
1: didn't get the nod motherfuckers um so we got some notes here <laughs> ftr ftr <laughs> Let's start. Let's as we like to do. Let's start off with something sad. Um, Kyle O'Reilly undergoes neck surgery. He hasn't wrestled since June eighth,
0: and who knows when he wrestles again? Sucks, man. Genuinely one of the best wrestlers on the roster, yep. and he was on a great singles run. Like I, I thought he might get a world title shot soon, and then he almost did, and then uh, oh well. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. At the match at uh yeah
1: at the match against uh Moxley. Was awesome.
0: Yee, 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 yee. Won that battle royal, brother, brother, brother.
1: We had that. Um, and then honestly, kind of after that, we just got some Tony Khan notes since since there's been press. It's kind of really Tony Khan responding to a lot of the rumors. So, if it's t- 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 Tony, who? Yeah, uh, sh- I don't have it. Fuck,
0: nah, son of a bitch.
1: Uh, but yes,
0: Khan, Khan.
1: <laughs> a fucking great side note. He said his favorite Star Trek movie this week was the Wrath of Khan. I mean, what of course. Fella. What a fella. <laughs> Alright, so these are just kinda of be kind of fucking bulleted here. Here we go. Pew, 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 pew. Full gear. Heading to the East Coast. It's it's slated to be November 19th in Newark, New Jersey.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. 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 AW typically runs full gears on Saturday, so they don't go head to head with the NFL. Good idea. Um, said the current plans call for a live rampage at the Prudential Center, but that week's dynamite will emanate from a different location interesting usually we don't get that stuff leaked before it happens but it happened so
0: gg interesting that they're gonna sell wait so will that rampage be two hours then question mark
1: they'll probably do the fucking rampage special where we'll get a fucking what do you mean a special thing on saturday a a dark oh
0: like an extra an extra yeah thing for them it'll be a three
1: hour show but
0: we'll only see an hour of it live right okay that's fair that's fair
1: Still probably a fun live. Take yeah, sure. it for
0: sure. There'll, there'll be some good matches on those darks. So we'll have a cook up. That's where you get Danielson
1: matches. versus fucking CM Punk. Do it, do it. It's three stages of hell. Uh <laughs> Bobby Fish's contract. News broke over the last few days that Bobby Fish would not be returning to AWS's contract wasn't being renewed. Melzer confirmed PW insider's report that the deal expired August 31st, adding that both sides couldn't come to an agreement right now and the door is not closed. And the door is not close as far as into an agreement later. Fish launched... Fish recently launched a podcast and talked about being disappointed he wasn't wrestling in AW more.
0: Oh, I'll have to check out that podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was actually unaware of that myself. So Interesting.
0: With O'Reilly uh, getting surgery and
1: Fish being out. Um, yeah, Garrett, we're not getting, we're not getting Bucks and Omega versus. very sad. I don't think the Undisputed Elite. Um,
0: yeah, we're not gonna getting gonna that back. feud. Fuck. I hope they figure it out with Fish, man. I really do. Because the thing is, like Kyle will be back eventually. Obviously, I mean, Fishland. So, if it's Fish just line. never resigns, you know what I mean? Like, then it's, yeah. then it makes you start to wonder. And then, especially if Fish were to go back and like start training people at NXT or something, you know, like. Uh, so, AW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa is not only out of action for several months due to a back
1: injury, but Meltzer has also said she's out of October's Triple Mania match against uh, Ria de Rana's champion of Valkyrie. He said they are hoping to get another AEW female wrestler to replace her, but that is not finalized. So a little Thunder Rosa update. So it, it just kind of furthering the point that she is hurt. I don't know. People still this week, even Garrett, a recovered last week. Still think it's, it's a, a work.
0: Oh, it's because that wrestling wrestling journalists love to jump on stuff. that's not confirmed. And is rumor because it sounds like what they want it to be uh, yeah. because they were disappointed. Do, do you know my, my theory about the Thunder Rosa stuff? My theory about why people are so quick to to just bury Thunder Rosa is because everybody, and maybe even including Tony Khan, is disappointed in what the title reign to her turned out to be. Um, but that you don't you don't you don't burn Thunder Rosa for that because she did everything within her own power to make it as good as possible. She wasn't given, in my opinion, enough time to do what she needed to do as champion. Maybe they, maybe maybe there was a lot more that needed to go into it than that, but. Yeah, and Uh, we also, we had a couple of
1: things here. Um, I don't see the Thunder Rosa and CM Punk comments listed, but long story short, uh, that was one of Tony Khan's uh, pressers this week. He had kind of mentioned, uh, a reporter brought up, criticizing him about, you know, CM Punk had Mm -hmm. seven minutes and Thunder Rosa had two, basically to announce they're relinquishing their title. And there, he was asking, you know, what's up with that? And I'm paraphrasing here, but Tony Khan said something along the lines of, well, the reality is CM Punk's CM Punk draws more viewers. And that's why he got more time. So basically, he's a bigger draw. So he got the more time than Thunder Rosa. And so, I mean, this was a 45, maybe 30 second thing out of a God knows how long presser. That is the instant I saw it, I was like, oh, people are going to run with this. So, and and here's here's what I'll say on this. On a technicality standpoint, I don't think he's wrong. I entirely do not think he's wrong. There's maybe only one draw in this entire business bigger than Punk. Maybe. And that's Roman Reigns. And that's just, that's the reality of CM Punk returning. I mean, AEW has been over a million viewers again back to back. Could it be Kenny? Sure. Could it be Punk? Sure. It's realistically, it's both of them. But technically, I don't think he's wrong. Is this something he should have said? Maybe not. But at the same time, if he ducked the question, then then the same thing would have happened. So,
0: well, okay, I don't so, know, right? Like, it's, I, I think it's a silly deflection um, and a lack of re- and a lack of taking responsibility as a promoter because Thunder Rosa's title reign has been a disappointment. I love Thunder Rosa um but i don't think she's been given like i said adequate time as champion she herself has made this complaint and as soon as she started making these complaints people started saying that she was basically like a whiny champion and we we covered this
1: and she she had even wanted more matches because that was something we pointed out the only time she was wrestling was defending the belt so then they finally made this thunderstorm tag team just so she could get on tv again but that's fucking ridiculous it's your champion and that didn't happen until months into her title reign, by the way, months into her title reign that didn't happen.
0: So by the way, no. I think it's funny that Tony Khan's like, I'd rather give the uh, eight minutes. Like you wouldn't give eight minutes to Thunder Rosa. Even if you did, you'd literally start her music four minutes in. So like, it doesn't matter, you know, like, yeah. So I like, they've done so much to disrespect her as a champion. And like, if she decided, and this is something that I don't think will happen. Cause I just don't know if the interest would be there with the WWE. But, like, I, if she were to be one of those people that just walked eventually, I would not be surprised. Because, like, this has been a disaster of a title reign. Like, but I, it hasn't been the matches either. Like, I, I, No, the matches. The most match of the matches. Great. I think there's been one match that I was like, okay. But it wasn't even a bad match. It was just like, yeah. I don't think anybody gave. I think uh, she wrestled Marina once. And it was just like, nobody cared about the match. And yeah, that know? was like, a
1: rough one. Yeah, that. that, that. It was
0: good. And it also wasn't, like, particularly good. But it was still a Thunder Rosa match. It was fine. But, like, I... Like uh, the whole narrative of her title reign has just been a disaster. Like the the sandbagging stuff, and then now this. Like it just people want to hate Thunder Rosa for some reason. It's weird. I wonder what it is about Thunder Rosa that makes people want to hate her so weirdly in the wrestling industry. In, in a way, I mean, hearing this Britt Baker stuff. I mean,
1: people they pick fucking. You know, it's it's alliance wars. They literally. What do roll- I always
0: say every week, Charlie? What is it I always say? Britt Baker is the only one that can be a star. That's the only one that AEW fans will allow. They they align with Britt Baker. Britt Baker doesn't like her IRL, and
1: that's it. That's all they wrote. Now they don't like her. But you should break Jamie Hader's nose again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um. So we had some more stuff from this. Uh, this time on purpose. No. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to say the bullets, and then I'll kind of hit a little bit on it. So okay. he was asked about the Punk Moxley build. Khan said the ratings were great for the CM Punk world title match two weeks ago, and AEW's never done a pay-per-view build like this before. He thinks there is increased interest in Sunday's rematch as a result, and there's been a lot of talk in the aftermath of the quick result. That's fair. I mean, I, he's yeah, he's not wrong in that aspect. Uh, a dream match. Khan said Punk and FTR were originally set to face Will Ospreay and Aussie Open several weeks before Forbidden Door. He also said that Punk and Tanahashi tag team match idea would have been a match of the year candidate given the opponents he may do at some point. Punk and Tanahashi versus FTR? Punk and Tanahashi versus anyone? My god.
0: Punk and Tanahashi versus money Kenny money. Omega and uh, Kiyosuke I don't know.
1: This, I think this either f- even furthers the idea that he wants Punk and FTR, I think, as a trio.
0: I think he's going to use them as a trio. You no, know, I think that's. I think uh, uh, if Punk or well, if Punk doesn't re win the championship, right? Which yeah, eh, you know, oh, we'll see, we'll see. Um, um, if he doesn't, then yeah, that could be that would make sense as your first trios champions, you know what I mean? or sorry, second or third year, you know, second or third potentially yeah. trios champions. You know, those are titles that could move around a lot. By the way, people don't realize that they're not that. Uh, I think
1: that could be your titles that we see move every couple months after the first champion.
0: Absolutely. The like first champion's gonna hold Establish it, establish thing. it, especially if it's Kenny in the box. Like they'll have it forever, just like the tag titles, but you know. Yeah. Um
1: so zero hour Khan said the reason for zero hour name returning for Sunday's all out pre show is that it's something you want to tie into the history of all in, all out at the now arena and present something new and fresh. He emphasizes zero hour is not just a pre show, but it's its own event. He also said that he may add another rematch on Friday to the pre show or even the pay per view. I mean, okay, yeah, we've we've talked about zero hour before. I mean, they it literally feels almost like a rampage at times because it is four legit matches. It's not thirty seconds fucking here and there. It's not a two hour pre show with a four minute match. Shout out those fucking pre shows that we used to watch.
0: My God, I think Kip versus Pac probably main events, right? I'm guessing. I would Maybe open the show
1: with Ishii E versus uh, Mister
0: Eddie. Oh Mr. my Kingston.
1: God. Rampage ratings. Even the best for last. We're not going to talk about the fucking that weird contract thing. Rampage ratings. Asked about uh, Rampage ratings. Consid he had to put his biggest stars and angles on dynamite due to all the injuries this year, and wasn't able to afford big matches on Rampage that he used to. I feel like that's being like straight up fully transparent. I
0: was to say, well, how do you feel about him being that honest? Because I think that we all kind of assumed that. I think we even made that comment a while back that that's why Rampage was kind of suffering. Yeah, and like, you
1: know, seeing, and this is not a shot to anyone. When we say this, this is just straight up where they're kind of that on the card. But seeing best friends, right? Mm-hmm. You know, seeing Tony or uh, Tony Nice and Josh Woods. Yeah. Seeing, I don't know. I'm not gonna pick out any of the names because it sounds mean, but.
0: Seeing that let's, let's, week, the trustbusters have been, and, trustbusters. I, and I love them, there you, but, go, you know, go. like they're not—they've been super delivering on the last few weeks of rampage. You know, like, seeing
1: all of these guys on rampage consistently,
0: and not anyone, you know, CM Punk. You need to mix a few stars in there. I think Jay Lethal was good. Jay Lethal got in there. Yeah, for a I mean, a little what bit.
1: happened to months ago when we had Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix in a fucking singles match? I mean, that yeah, shit. It, was, cool.
0: it used to when they had enough talent to do this, they could bleed storylines across the shows but it just ended up being that they needed to kind of wrap stuff up it kind of has felt for a little while now like everything kind of what for the week wraps up by the end of dynamite and rampage is kind of just a little um addendum on the end here i that, say you know? for the past two months it feels consistently our biggest stars on rampage are the tag
1: team champions and that's about it and that's and been the, kind of cool because i love in our glory feel pretty badass you know does, what I mean? But, they've definitely been the biggest stars on rampage so yeah um Moving on from that gear, that's all we got from news. Um,
0: I'm six, sure six, next six, week six. we'll have
1: an ungodly amount of news. And I'm also, sure. uh, So we're about to hop into Elevation and Dark. We will not be covering the elevation that came out on Saturday of this weekend. Instead, what we'll do is we'll just tack that on to next week's elevation like we did before. Assuming this week's elevation is like, or next week's elevation is like fucking three matches like it was. If we have a 90-minute elevation, we're not going to tack this on. Uh, Nah, I'll cover it all. I watch all the elevation. Elevation is
0: my show. This is is my show. I I am better.
1: I need to get that uh, Homelander clip where he's like, I am better. (laughs) Uh, I fucking love that clip. Um, Shout out Homelander filming season uh, three of The Boys, bro. Or season four. My bad. GG.
0: Shout out Anthony Starr for continually being the most hated man on television and pulling it off brilliantly. Um, He is so good. So good. That's, if you guys like that, boys,
1: man. You guys know what we. How mean. does he
0: not win? And what is it like? An what is an Emmy or what is it? Grant? What what is it? Uh, think, is it yeah, Emmy? Emmy. Yeah. I don't. How does don't he mean, not win the TV Emmy for like? He Problem is he's,
1: he's competing year. with Euphoria, bro. Euphoria is going to oh, win
0: everything. Oh, true, true, true. He, no, he's, he's been you competing with some hitters for the last couple of years. To be succession. honest, Succession. So yeah. How are you okay, going anyway. be, to beat yeah. Succession? Right? It's, it's, it's true. That's true. But anyway, AEW Dark Elevation episode seventy eight. Uh, opened up with Dante Martin getting a uh, pretty, pretty quick squash. Uh, he looks strong in this, you know, he's just a freaking athletic freak Dante, uh, is using that interesting looking like side slam dealio to pick up the dub, uh, continually, uh, and Dante. that was the end of the match. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it's called and neither do you. So <laughs> anyway, Julia Hart, uh, also got a squash on this episode of elevation. Uh, dude, her entrance music is just so fucking good. Um, and by the way, I think Malachi is starting to have like a little bit of an influence on her style. Like the way she's kicking, it's very Malachi like. I know exactly what you mean. And uh, Charlie, I asked for Excalibur to give me a name. It was not Excalibur. It was Matt fucking Menard. We got the Heartless Lock.
1: Ooh, it works
0: though. I'm in. I'm I was in. just. This was kind of what I was thinking, but I was like, "That's too close to the Hurt Lock." So I'm thinking they won't go there. But no, they went there because I was thinking like the the like the heart lock. But then that's like, no, it's dumb. It yeah. almost sounds like something Bret Hart would have done. You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, good stuff. Um, Julia Hart picks up the W. And then we had a tag team match follow up. We had back to back women's matches here on Elevation with Queen Aminata and Sky Blue taking on Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. Um, dude, Queen Queen Aminata is trying to get signed or something. Um, because she chopped be shit out of I think it was Marina at one point. She is um, so good for no reason and everything yeah. else.
1: I mean, she is just good. awesome.
0: Yeah, um, Marina and Nyla are starting to come together more as a tag team. Uh, their their finisher looks like the Big Rig, but also dangerous. So I I dig it. And the Marina was staring through me my soul during this match. I wasn't in. Why
1: that, can't but, we just have Nyla Rose as a comedic
0: babyface? uh because you can't have nice things anyway she um just be out there with rj city just fucking roasting everyone rj city as the manager oh my
1: could literally i'm telling you there is a world where we have that version of Nyla rose and she's like the biggest baby face in the women's division
0: that I, i'm send it give me give me what i want um <laughs> matt hardy was on this episode of elevation getting a squash uh private party you know was like yo what up and matt hardy was like i see you so Charlie, I asked you this a few weeks ago. Are, are Private Party and Matt Hardy getting back together?
1: If I'm a betting, maybe they're going right to go now, after
0: the Trios titles. I'm going to say they do. Okay. That could be a Rampage title match. I'm just saying, you know. We used to get a Rampage Trios match with these guys like all the time. So, you know. And then we had Serena Deeb taking on KDR Uh Serena looks so smooth out there, man. And this was another quick but effective match. Hits that like a uh, fisherman like neckbreaker deal or whatever it's called, and then the uh serenity lock, and it's uh it's all over. And then we had, you guessed it, Frankie Kazarian uh taking on. And I actually really like this match because we got a little bit of hockey talk there, Pud Pal. We got a little bit of hockey in there, bud. a Little bit of Habs talk, little hey, bit of a little hey, bit of Red hey. Wing stock. Hey. Yeah. Um, locked in the crossways chicken wing for the win. <laughs> some reason, my brain anyway. wanted to say
1: a little bit of Marco Rubio talk, but I'm like, no, not at no, all. No,
0: d- d- Don't bring him up at all. No, anyway. Um
1: <laughs> Wait, what a minute. Why is my brain going there for hockey? What's going <laughs> on?
0: <laughs> anyway, um, we had Roosh, Butcher, and the Blade taking on a squad of jobbers. A nice trio for the future. I like that. And they dragged the lake. And then I think there was also a bull's horn in there as well. But I, at the very least, they definitely dragged the lake on them. Um and then in the main event of the evening, it's time for the main event. Uh, we had Emi Sakura being accompanied by Balianaki versus Hikaru Shida for the Regina D Wave Championship. Uh when the Chop Parade was on full without in full force, Charlie, they were chopping the shit out of each other. We had a nice little Joshi Women's Championship main event for the wave promotion, getting a little oh, bit of oh, shout-out. Elevation, you know what I mean? This is the shit I like to see. She, emmy back suplexed her onto a chair at one point like there's just nonsense this felt like a like a regular women's match in, in in japan where they just there's no rules i love it uh emmy emmy soccer actually had a really really clean moonsault in this match every now and then she just likes to remind everybody like hey i could have like three and a half four star matches every week but i don't have to so fuck you um and then they the two of them just have such great chemistry duh she trained her um, I would like to see a situation where Rio and Emmy Sakura take on like either her and Mesa Ruga or who are in Lulu pencil, or maybe her, the two of them. And, uh, we get a return of Rio Mizunami and we get that that uh, oh, I was uh, talking about months ago, wanting, um, yeah, that would be, that would be a beautiful, and maybe Bali could be the, uh, the special guest referee or something. Um, <laughs> Bali and uh, yeah, so that was episode uh, 78 of AEW Dark Elevation. Take us through Dark 159.
1: Dark 159. We start off with Johnny Hungy. The good, the bad, and the Hungy. John Silver defeated Sir Pentico. Uh, yeah, this is just a prep match for uh, this week for him. Big week for yep. Mr. Hungy. Diamante, shout out Diamante, defeated Charlotte Renegade. Um, does it feel like the Renegades are on every week now? It does. It does. GG's. Uh, look good here. Diamante hit the code red for the victory. Angelo Parker, getting him ready for his little singles match with Hook. Uh, he defeated Gus De La Vega. He cut a promo backstage about Hook, essentially calling him a pretty boy while threatening to steal his hair gel from his locker room bag. Give a little taste. My God, that was amazing. I'm going to steal his hair gel. Jesus. Kira Hogan defeated Milo. Uh, she would end up. She won with the uh, a roundhouse kick for the pin. The Trustbusters: oh. Ariatavari, Parker Boudreau, and Slim J with Sunny Kiss defeated Logan Cruz, Tyshawn Perez, and Hermano. Uh, Bro, uh, Parker Boudreau hit Perez with a bat, back body drop for the win. Hell yeah! Julia Hart defeated Vicky Dreamboat. She laid Vicky in some, Dreamboat. She laid in some good offense. She <laughs> submitted Dreamboat with her now signature heartless submission. Hell yeah. Kayla Rossi back again with Diamond Sheik defeated Vipress. Um, So it sounds like Rossi's back with the company. Rossi is a great look. And I see a world where we get Kayla Rossi versus Jade if Jade's still champion because they have that former beef on Twitter. And why not? Bucket, send it in. I like
0: Diamond Sheik. I would like to see a Diamond Sheik promo. Yeah, let them
1: cut some goodies. Uh, Rossi hit a Fall Away Slam Moonsault combination for the victory. Varsity Blondes. Defeated Rosario Grillo and Dean Alexander. Um, uh, Griff Garrison won after hitting a great leg drop. They hit the spine buster dropkick combo for the victory.
0: Yeah, the new Vicious Varsity Blondes.
1: <laughs> yeah, this team, man. Uh, bear Country 2.0. They're, they're our new Bear Country, for sure, until they get repackaged. They will never work as this team Uh, anymore. Zesty
0: Lemon Jones, that's all I have to say.
1: Zesty Lemon. And holy fuck, Dante Martin and AR Fox.
0: Bro, first of all, at the beginning of this match, in like the first 30 seconds, shoutouts to Excalibur calling Dante possibly the best high flyer in the world? The hell? Putting him over. And man, they let AR Fox cook.
1: AR Fox is a vet. This was a match I guarantee you he wanted to have, and he wanted to have it in AEW. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: This was a match to remember on Dark. This match kicked ass. Air Fox has now been on two episodes of Dark, and both times he's taken advantage
0: he, of that he, opportunity.
1: How long until he's on Rampage? Just like we saw Mr. Blake Christian this week. Shout out, Blake Christian. He'll be on Rampage uh, soon enough.
0: He could be a, like, a person to lose to Wardlow probably, right?
1: You could have him get a little get a little offense in too and really get the crowd back. Absolutely. Brock Anderson defeated Tyson Maddox. Uh, Anderson decided to make quick marks of Maddox and hit him with a buster for the win. Yeah, he spine busted to kid out of his shoes. The workhorsemen uh defeated Oliver Sawyer and Manny Lowe. Um, they won with a moonsault from Drake after the match. Drake and Anthony Harry cut a great promo, and they addressed Drake leaving
0: the wingman. Yep. Punch in, knockout.
1: Layla Gray defeated Renee Michelle. Uh Michelle was the one that started this off with offense. Very aggressive. She hit a top rope drop crick, which Ray kicked out of at the last second. Moments later, Gray hit Michelle with a facebuster for the win.
0: You couldn't pay me to care about a Layla-Grey match. Actually, you might be able to pay me to care about it. Actually, hold on, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> give, you a, give you a meat chicken.
1: All right. Um, All right Roosh defeated Blake Christian. What the fuck is going on with Dark
0: this week? Dante Martin and Air Fox and Roosh and Blake Christian? It- eh, you know what my problem with this match is? It was like seven minutes or something. Like...
1: It was seven shit. minutes. It, it in any other shit.
0: promotion, this would have been like a twenty-five minute match or something. I mean, like, this, this could headline any indie show. Literally, I mean, in, I think this in, in like this could happen, and it may happen. I wouldn't be surprised if Joey Janela watched this and was like, "Yeah, that's actually a pretty good singles match for my next GCW show." You know, like.
1: And, and I gotta say, I think Roosh and Blake Christian worked well together. I love, love seeing Roosh get some spots on Dark. This is the kind of talent I love seeing on Dark.
0: He looks in his element
1: out there, doesn't he? He does, not man, and, and he he went all out with all heart, and I thought it worked. I thought it worked well. <laughs> so let's jump into dynamite here, man. Um, kicking us off with dynamite, we had let me readjust myself here. We had the promo of John Moxley, Mr. John Moxley. So John Moxley was. He was getting booed by Chicago a little bit, the chant of CM Punk. Um, Moxie basically said he Punk used to be the best 60-minute 60 man, sixty minute man on the Indies, but that wasn't true last week. Moxie also said Punk's looked for a way out last week and gave up, and that real champion's never full. He said he had a fragile ego, fragile mind, fragile body, and fragile spirit. He put an open contract that he already signed in the middle of the ring for All Out. He said it didn't matter who came for him, and that he is indomitable, will persevere he was indomitable will personified and that he has the heart and soul of pro wrestling and that it was bad for their health to step in the ring with him
0: john moxley should write uh song lyrics by the way
1: he should (laughs) two things here i love the idea on paper (laughs) (laughs) however why isn't everyone on the roster running out there
0: yeah it is silly like they should have saved this for like a literal opportunity. Why aren't are we point, getting
1: right? a 24/7 title belt segment here where everyone's just fucking tripping over each other, pushing each other down the stairs, running here.
0: Maybe However, yeah, a Steel pulled a gun out backstage. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> we got a K favorite like that. And and going on to that. However, suspending that little bit of disbelief aside, A Steel, uh the announcers are running down the show. We see A Steel, CM Punk's trainer and friend, came down on the ring, grabbed the contract and took it backstage. We'll the get A into,
0: Steel punch the camera or yeah. punch the music guy. We'll get into more of A
1: A Steel later. I have a, I, I really <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, just go up, Chis. Chris Jericho was backstage with Tony giovanni Jericho claimed that the match again, that's and some fan art I need to see. <laughs> the match at Dan it all out was a nightmare for him. Jericho said Stu and Owen Hart would be impressed with how Jericho changed the game. As he was talking, Garcia came, was walking up to Jericho and said he was sorry for his immaturity and he believes in Jericho. Jericho said that on Sunday, it would be just him and Danielson. But until then, everything was fair game.
0: Which then that's us- in this moment looked like what the fuck are you talking about.
1: Yep. Which then we, we find out what he's talking about when we, at the end of that match, which we talked about where he Garcia stole the chair. Right. So yeah. Um, after that we had the wingman hit the ring. So in it, yeah, the wingman hit the ring here. A bit of a shocker to me, honestly, <laughs> um, They're talking about how they should be booked more on TNT, and they're holding signs, and I was like, man, where is this going? Is this going to be one of their new sticks here? Because if so, I love the idea on paper. Guys from Dark that never get booked, and they're fucking (laughs) – this is like their pitch to the network for more TV time or something. You can make me a believer out of something like that
0: and uh i mean yeah i could understand for you could like even realistically you could understand some frustration there you know so
1: exactly you could really make this feel legit and let me just say this uh w morrissey's music hits he makes his way down to the ring um and he lays waste to these motherfuckers and all of the peter avalon made sure that this moment he was gonna sell his ass off and i respect (laughs) that man so much he took everything of this moment and made it worth it you always hear those guys if you got one minute on tv make it count Well, peter avalon clearly went out there and fucking did that dude
0: um yeah so this is yeah. a guy we've batted around as like possible signing for a while i'm I yeah, know- let's talk
1: about that real quick how do you how do you feel about this pickup
0: uh, you know, I mean, hey, it's it's a person that has some stock from being a previous WWE person, but you could almost make the argument that because of how like short their run was, him and Cat or him and Enzo, sorry, uh, that they you could almost say like he's more of like he he can end up being more of an original. He could end up having more time in AEW than he ever had in WWE. You know, so um, which. I think at that point he'd be an AEW original, right? Like yep, he just, he just happened to have his start in WWE. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but I think, uh, he's actually a pretty athletic big man. Like you forget that like right after he left, there was like basically no really particularly good athletic big men. You know, you had the Viking Raiders and, oh, heavy, yeah, mach- and heavy machinery, it. both like on the come up, but neither of them were really there yet. You know? Um, I think maybe Heavy Machinery was starting to come into their own in NXT, but like not quite, you know, like, yeah. I mean, like, so you didn't really have that for like a couple of good years there in WWE, even with Braun, like Braun, just, he needed a couple more years, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, if it ends up being a, a ring of honor sighting ultimately, then I don't think I'll be disappointed with that either, yeah. you know? So no, I, I think
1: his presence as a big man is great. Um, I think there's definitely been since Triple H came back, people wanting to get some certain guys under contract. And if if Morrissey is signed to AEW and all the rumors are pointing to Strowman assigned to WWE again, I'll gladly take Morrissey.
0: Um, I mean, Triple H did say he was going to see that we were going to see Strowman in the interview he did with uh, Helwani, so I think that's basically confirmed at this point. Yep.
1: So there you go. And yeah, I mean, hey, this is this is a good sign to me. Um, but one more thing here, Stokely Hathaway came down to the ring, Yes. gave Morrissey his card after Morrissey laid out the rest of the wingman with choke slams, including a very impressive one on JD Drake. Shivani tried to get an explanation out of Hathaway. He refused to answer. He threatened Shivani. He posted on Twitter something about, you know, all out, uh, we'll be making our something. So he's formed his faction Garrett, Let's just take a break here or take a, take a slight second here. Let's talk about his team. Let's assume it's finished. I think it's finished now. W. Morrissey. Okay. The Guns. Right. Colton and Austin. Ethan Page. Lee Moriarty. Five talents. Five different talents. Is he forming a new trio plus two singles? Is he forming an onslaught of... Fucking,
0: I, I, right? It could be two singles and a tag team. Straight like.
1: up, I mean, honestly, I'd like most of these guys. If I like all, I mean, Page, Moriarty, and Morrissey, I love them three. I love that trio. I don't know how I feel about the guns yet on their own. I, I mean, that's still untouched territory because guns
0: and Morrissey as a tag.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could sell me on this, and
0: he's Stokely, the heater of the group. Let's be I honest, mean.
1: Stokely can sell me on anything. So. But yeah, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Yeah, it all depends on think?
0: where it's going. Yeah. I mean, technically Jade and the Baddies are under his group too, right? So it's all one faction presumably. So Yeah,
1: or they might pull like a Sterling thing and kind of keep it all separate. Who knows? But Yeah, so Don Callis greeted Will Ospreay in his locker room and said that he was no longer the same guy he was when he lost the one-winged angel in a tag match in New Japan, which Ospreay did not take well. Tony Storm and Akira Shida defeated Britt Baker and Jamie Hader with Rebel. Garrett, I'm going to let you take the reins on this match uh, what, did you, what did you think about this one? Good stuff.
0: So, uh, it's was a solid match. Um uh Jamie Hader almost broke her nose again. Um on a move, but hey, whatever. Um <laughs> Uh there was a really nice sell on the springboard meteora from uh from Shida to uh to Jamie Hader and there was a really nice combo move at the end like she uh, so she hit the sweet cheeks music uh, this is uh tony storm and then uh, all swung straight into the corner ddt which i thought that was just really uh, i i don't know if she's done that before yeah she literally she kind of did she just went she became a maniac at the end of this match and just (laughs) and just destroyed everybody uh which i thought was really good um yeah no i just thought it was a really good overall match um like you know, it's like one of those matches that I look at and I'm like, man, if this was given like 20 minutes, yeah, 30 minutes, I think it was like, what could this be
1: total? Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll we see. see. Brit taking the pin. Um, I mean, she's not champion right now or anything, so like, she's not like she loses anything can for it, it, you know. Look I, anything, and I guess I'm
1: saying more. Is there anything to look into that for All Out? Maybe Brit's not the one.
0: Um, I. I really hope we don't just go straight back to Brit. That would feel God, so dude, I, I, short-sighted, you know, like I know
1: we're about to talk about this, but dude, it's, it's yeah, it can't be Brit.
0: I, if if, if it, I was, it, if it, I was going to take, if I was going to take the, the finish of Brit taking the pin, um, remind me who it was that pinned Brit. Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I remember thinking, yeah, I remember even thinking that I was like, well, I think they're just trying to throw us off the scent. Cause I don't think Just my bad. It was Sheeta. I'm sorry. Sheeta. Okay, okay. I th- I think I think I was thinking maybe, maybe let me correct myself. And I think maybe then I was thinking it should have been Tony that got the pin here because that's what you would think. But maybe that's why she didn't get the pin because then maybe. But she did also go God mode at the end to set up the pin for Sheeta, So I. They look great. I, I tell you what, I I, 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 I <laughs> really I'll save it for predictions. But I'll tell you, I have a person I'd really like to see win this match. So I don't think anyone would be expecting it. But okay, okay. Um. You know, the guys, got to uh, tune in for that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not just going to give it away here. Sorry. Um, so
1: we then jump into a recap video of Kip Sabian attacking Pac aired. Um, yes. The voiceover is accompanied by the highlights of Pac's matches all over Europe. And Sabian looking on in the crowd before ending with Sabian promising to
0: win the AWR. So how is Kip not like a freaking actor in sci-fi movies? He looks perfect. Like I could literally buy this guy as – yeah. As like a Power Ranger or something. Like, come on. like He could be our fucking – you do okay. Hero, that's Let's just name 3 3 uh, cuz I don't know how many people are in a Power Rangers crowd Let's name 3AW. Ricky Starks is the red ranger obviously. Okay. Uh, cuz come on, that guy's electric. the hater is the pink? Ooh, okay. And then and then there's our third one. Kip Sabian is like the blue ranger. So there it All right. is. there's there's your squad. There's a squad. All right. Um That'd be a good show, actually. Um. <laughs> so, Miro cuts a cryptic promo about I was going to destroy the
1: House of Black. Darby Allen came in and said that Brody King and Buddy Matthews didn't need Malachi Black, but he needed them. Sting then came into the view and said the enemy of his enemy was his friend. It appears we have a trio to fight the House of Black. Okay, Get him on the show! Yeah.
0: <laughs> CM Punk
1: came down to the ring, saying that he got beat up in Cleveland last week, and that it wasn't the first time he got beat up there. Referencing his UFC loss. Punk said that while his foot was 100%, he wasn't sure it was ready, and he rushed back, and then he let himself, the fans, and his family down. Ace Steele made his way down to the ring and said this wasn't the CM Punk he knew. Steele said Punk didn't let the fans down. He said he wasn't going to let Punk leave now, but Punk needed to get up and sign the contract and fight John Moxley. Steel then slaps him in the face, he drops an F-bomb, he cut
0: all of a program. <laughs> I know, they literally like, oh, less than a week from when they got told they didn't to tone down the language. He's fucking, he's literally lighting him up. <laughs> I, I had to double take, I'm like, wait a minute.
1: And oh my god, did Ace Steel light a fire under my ass too? I was like,
0: holy shit. Yeah, I wanted to go run through I a brick wall, bro. Now. I was like.
1: Ace Steel, this reminds me, I got the perfect annotation, I, I, that might not be the word for it, but. You're watching a TV show, right? Say we're uh-huh. watching a show. Our main character, he's feeling really down, you know. Something just happened to him. He's really upset. His his uncle that we've never met, or he comes into the show for this episode, and he gives up this fiery speech, gives up this, like, fiery heroic thing, and it inspires our main character, and our main character goes and wins the basketball game. I, yeah, I don't know. Then <laughs> feel... Was that uncle? He he came in from town. Ace steel was the uncle that came out of town, visited CM Punk, lit a fire under his ass, and now he's fucking ready to fight.
0: What's kind of funny when you think about it too, because he's the one that trained Cole Cabana also. So it's kind yeah. of like
1: there's something there, man. There's something there.
0: Um, is but, that the match and uh, for for Grand Slam now? Is it, is Colt Cabana versus uh, CM Punk for the world title? If um,
1: they could ever do it,
0: that would be that would be
1: special. I don't think they're going to do it, though.
0: No, I don't think so. But we'll we'll get there. Don't get
1: mended, right? We'll see. Who knows? Um, But yes, I mean, this lit lit Punk up. He went in the crowd. I think that promo, I'm not kidding him. I was like, man, because at this point, I was still kind of hoping for Hangman. I was like, Moxley Hangman makes sense to me. I don't really know how I feel about a rematch. You know, Punk just lost. But that's exactly what this was
0: meant to do. Yeah, literally AEW doing the thing they normally don't do, but like whatever.
1: That's exactly what this was meant to do. And it sold me a ticket. I can't wait for Punk and Moxley too now. I, I, I th- I'm I genuinely excited for the main event of All Out again after he got his ass beat. And because you know what? Well, you couldn't have been excited for it. You didn't know what it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I mean when 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 Punk returned, we just assumed this was gonna be it, and I just gotta say this was absolutely fucking incredible. And this was not the only time um, this week that a ta- that a non talent cut a hell of a promo. Adam Pearce did it as on uh, WWE as well against Ronda Rousey. If you haven't caught that, I mean, well worth checking out. I mean, holy fuck, he lit her up, and he lit everyone up. It was beautiful. But yeah, Garrett. Uh, what did you think of this uh, this promo here? And I guess the main event of All Out now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be um, an interesting show. I mean, it's going to be a really long show. I hope I still have some energy for this match by the time we get there. Assuming this goes on last, which I think it will, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think it will, though. I think it would have to. All right? Out is
1: unbelievably long. Um, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage sat down with Jim Ross. This is the best Jungle Boy has looked in his promos, I I feel like. And basically, it ended up being Jungle Boy kind of saying, you're not going to fight Jungle Boy. You're going to fight Jack Perry. And it was kind of cool with JR being the one there, because JR has been the one that's called him Jack Perry.
0: Absolutely. I like that little touch. So... I still think he should be called the king of the jungle one day when he turns heel. Um...
1: We have fun and games.
0: <laughs> God do. FTR and Wardlow defeat
1: Silas Young, Ren Jones, and Vin- Vic Capri. Uh, a Squash match. I don't know. Uh, this was there. They beat the piss out of him. Yeah. Uh, Big Rig and Powerbomb Symphony for the win. GG. 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 Moxley came down to the ring, took the mic again. Moxley promised to take Punk out in front of his hometown fans and that Punk will need a miracle to beat him on Sunday. Moxa said he was going to make Punk experience more violence than he, was, he has in his entire career. Cool. Cool. So, Vance, uh, Preston Vance, and Evil Uno were backstage talking about how Vance hurt his knee last week and Uno was going to take his place in the tournament. Andrade Alitolo and Jose walked into the locker room door and assaulted Uno when he refused to work for them, leaving his status for the tournament in question. I mean, I, it, it kind of checks out. I don't know what they were offering him. It really, that part didn't come across clear. Look, they, they had to find a reason. We had to find a plot detail on why Evil Luno couldn't wrestle in this match.
0: Yeah, I, you know how you could have solved that problem though? <laughs> what? By just having Hangman wrestle with, with just having the good, the bad, and the hungry be the team. Yeah, I know. I, I. It does feel like a little silly that you had ten get two matches when you could have had three these- really great matches. You know, like yeah. Oh well, we also had the trust busters in this tournament, so I guess you can't win all the battles. Yeah. So Andrade
1: just beating the hell out of people because they they won't take his money. I love it. So I'm gonna let you take this four way match here: Wheeler, Yuta, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, and Dante Martin.
0: Yeah, so uh, our pillar is just getting. To, to, uh, they should have just thrown Ricky in this match, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, throw Ricky in, and then you know what? Fuck it, just throw them all in there. We should get a, we should get that fatal four way at some point. By the way, um, all right, like I'm actually, I'm gonna pause for a second because I actually didn't write down this much about this match. If we had a fatal four way of our pillars, who do you have winning the match, and who's taking the pin?
1: Danny Garcia winning. Ricky starts taking the pin. Okay. No, no, no. Wheeler, you would have taken the pin to continue that story. Ooh. Okay. All right. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. But yeah, and then it yeah, right.
1: wasn't crazy long, but I think this was no. just teasing up, you know,
0: Hey, there was one really cool spot where, uh, Don, or sorry, uh, Phoenix had Dante set up for the gory special and he countered it into a sunset flip, which looked really cool. Um, Rouge is on the show i just like that's why i like this match because we got another Rouge match so you know uh wheeler uh looked really good as always nice pin for the win you know what i mean yeah and uh,
1: i think this was a smart move just kind of getting guys that are in the in the casino
0: battle royale
1: just get them in the show
0: you know yeah i they, they did this on rampage as well with a phoenix match i mean fine fine
1: it works for me you know so yeah, yeah. um Tony Schiavone then is with Silver and Reynolds. Schiavone. Oh, uh just oh, I didn't cover the finish of that, but Phoenix had a dive on the floor on Roche. Uh, Yuda hit a, did the seatbelt and managed to pin Dante Martin. So Ude pinned Martin. Yeah. Um. Basically, yeah. Schiavone's with Silver and Reynolds. Schiavone. They were going to do Short of Man when Hangman walked in and offered to be their partner. Said he wanted to make sure the Dark Order got the success they deserve for being his friend.
0: Gigi. And then we had our main event. So yeah. I know Eddie's in trouble right now, but I wanted Eddie promos. Yeah, I miss I'm Eddie promos. Eddie. They're good. I,
1: yeah, I can't wait to see them tomorrow.
0: Th- that, yeah, that'll be good. Hopefully, they give him a little uh, show promo. That'd be good. Gee. Give him a promo on. Um, uh, promo the show. Runner, I
1: think we're on. We just hit our one year anniversary of Redeem D's Nuts. So,
0: shit. All right.
1: Let's 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 fucking fly through this rampage here. Yeah, um, there's
0: there's one match to talk about and then we got the just, trios
1: title tournament here. Uh the good, the bad, and the hungy defeated the best friends in Orange Cassidy. To no one's surprise here. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Hangman was just awesome. Started off hot
0: with Danhausen getting ejected immediately for the yes, cursing.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And then immediately went straight back into it with, right. with baby Hungy getting taken down from the ropes.
1: Taken <laughs> down from the ropes. So yeah, I mean this this was fun. I think this was a fun match. I thought everyone got their shit in. Um, and
0: John Silver looked like a fucking freak at the end of this match, dude. Oh, my God.
1: Can we just – let's just throw this out there. Technically, John Silver is wrestling Kenny Omega on fucking all-out pay-per-view. True. Shout out Johnny Hungy. He deserves this shit. This is a motherfucker that's on Dark every week, it feels like.
0: Literally like I respect him and and Reynolds have been the two most consistent people on dark since we've started. I think.
1: And especially when dark order like started getting all these, uh, I almost say, uh, the wrong word there. They started getting all fucked up. I was going to say casualties, but it's kind of a bad day. You know,
0: (laughs) the whole thing, uh, started taking casualties to the dark order, but but then armed Anderson started popping off in the back. (laughs) Right. But with Alex and, and
1: everyone else leaving and stuff, uh, (laughs) I didn't want to leave it open. So I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> anyways, besides the casualties, that's fucked up. Um, the best friends gave Reynolds a strong zero on the floor and Taylor dropped silver with an awful waffle in the ring for a near fall. Taylor avoided the buckshot Larry from page Cassidy flew in with the orange punch on page. Silver rolled up Taylor from behind and got the pinfall.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to do with Cassidy now. Uh, because he had, like, a lot of really organic, genuine momentum for a while. And it kind of just kind of got lost in the sauce. But You
1: know what they do with him, right? What's that? Hook. No. It's Orange Cassidy and Hook. That's the no. match.
0: No, because then Orange Cassidy has to lose that match. No. I'm okay with that, though. I'm not, though. Orange All
1: Cassidy, right. he's like the Bray Wyatt, bro.
0: He's going to no. be every feud but lose. No, no. <laughs> Orange Cassidy can wrestle.
1: Orange Cassidy can wrestle. Um, Kingston cut a promo on Ishii ahead of their match on Sunday.
0: Okay. It was good.
1: Yeah. Quick.
0: I wanted more, but it was good. Ray Phoenix defeated Blake Christian.
1: Two and a half minutes here. Um, Christian looked impressive. He uh, – I, I think he worked well with Phoenix. Uh, this was basically just Phoenix laying in the fuck out. Is Phoenix winning on uh, – you know, don't answer
0: that. Uh, I, no, because I, I think said, it's uh, probably uh, whoever uh, the Joker uh, is, I'm uh, guessing. Uh, but uh, I'm guessing it's the Joker and it's somebody we don't know. Like It might be a new person or something, and they're going to win. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tony Giovanni then replaces Don Callis on commentary. Uh, there was a little Lexi Nair thing with Hook where the Angela Parker interrupted and shit like that. Ruby Soho and Ortiz defeated Sammy Guevara and Ka- Ty Mello. This match was not for the title. Nope. This is not AEW booking. Three weeks in a row, the same match. Technically, yeah, I
0: don't. The and we're going to have it again on Sunday. I mean, I don't know.
1: I didn't like this match. I didn't like last week's. Are they going to make this better at the pay-per-view?
0: Maybe. Probably not. This will probably just go between two really big matches.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's said it's on zero hour. It'll it might be like the second match.
0: Yeah, it'll probably just, for zero hour.
1: Sammy Guevara is going to give us some he's going to do some crazy shit.
0: He's uh, going to jump off. Of uh, the Empire State Building, I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought Guevara and you know Mello got their good. They got good heat in uh, Ortiz and Soho looked fun. Um, Soho and and Mello, I mean, clearly we've seen them wrestle before, and and they're good. So
0: yeah, th- this is this will be fine. Um, so- more intergender stuff. I mean, like yeah,
1: Solo rolled up Mello for the pin, uh, the upset win. So technically, yes, they're now the contenders again for the title, but.
0: It's like Tony Khan here is like, oh, you want intergender wrestling? Fuck, I guess I'll triple AAA to bring over the mixed tag matches, max t- mixed tag match titles, and I'll just have them do it. Yeah, just this is to what makes AEW's like
1: 1600 titles is when they keep using other ones. I mean, it's a week. <laughs> I mean, the Hikaru Shida one and then this one now, these are not AEW titles. So, Although I did love the idea of the Hikaru Shida one. That one fit well.
0: Yeah, that felt good felt like it was it made the Emmy. I mean i think he wasn't sure if he was gonna have emmy versus hikaru on on the pay-per-view either and that's why that maybe that would have been on there but he decided to just do it on dark instead since people have been since at least i've been paying attention to doing it you know because i like emmy sakura
1: yeah exactly and all right here strap in here we go eight eight promos in a row here lexi Nair interviewed adam page in the dark order and don cole is interrupted i almost said adam cole to congratulate Paige for screwing his friends over for money and power. <laughs> I miss Doug Callis. This guy is great, dude.
0: This awesome.
1: Uh, I mean, he literally is just like, oh, you couldn't, they were at their last resort, and well, you're such an asshole, hey, man. <laughs> in his eyes, you could believe it that he is. Um, Mark Henry moderated a face-to-face with Athena and Jade, and my God, they let Athena cook. She cooked her ass up, and I thought she looked good in it. I
0: threw her ass to pieces.
1: Yeah. I thought Jade, Jade looked, looked strong as ever in the promo, but I'm glad they let Athena cook her up a little bit. And it has this feud been like a 14 week feud. That was kind of, it was hot and then cold and then hot and then cold. And then
0: it, and now it's just boring.
1: Now for me, this does this heat it up that I'm ready for the match.
0: Yes, but no,
1: uh, I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm ready for the match. I'm just ready for it to be, over. I'm ready for Athena to just lose so I could be angry about it. Is she gonna lose though? Yes. Tune in next. Uh Tony Schiavone interviewed Swerve in Our Glory and the acclaimed. Get everyone's getting business out here doing interviews.
0: Um This was actually a little bit different than the previous interviews. Like there was almost like a buddy it, buddy right? attitude to the previous ones, you know? And this one was like, no, y'all, y'all take this shit not seriously enough. We're gonna beat the shit out of you at the pay-per-view. Like
1: he said you stupid little raps and Bowen's body giving out on him. Damn. He said he was the rock. who
0: swerve to talk about stupid little raps. What is this? Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, right. No,
1: swerve, swerve knows his business. That's uh, true. Actually, swerve said he was the rock, and last time he checked, rock beats scissors. At that, hey. point, I want to smash my head into a wall because I was ready for <laughs> Not such a good lie. <laughs> it was, dude. <laughs> um, Wardlow and FTR did an in-ring promo. Jesus, didn't this feel a little weird? It did, man. Like what the the. I- I don't want to bury it too hard because I love all three of them. Yeah,
0: they're all good. Them all being reunited is fucking – it's been dog shit. Dude. And Dax, let me just tell you. You don't got to cut a promo to justify why you're in a match. I'm not saying that your match is going to be bad or that it shouldn't be happening. I, or even asking why is it happening. I'm asking why you're not facing the Bucks for all the championships. Or why you're not having a tag match in uh,
1: – I don't know, man. I would have just bought them versus MCMG. And you could have sold yeah. that ticket. Sure, whatever. Um, I don't. I don't really even. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, the journalists who were asking why we we're even this match. Uh, student the City City Machine Guns came out and talked about how they have the respect of the AWB locker room. Throw some shit at Chicago. So long as you don't ask if Harwood would have felt like an eight year old, eight year old little brat, this set Harwood off. It's held back by Wardlow and Wheeler. Um, I mean, look, I just have, for how much I love these talents in my eyes. I hope the match just fucking slaughters because I am not excited for this match at all. And honestly, wh- when we're going through the card, the only match I'm more less excited about than this one is the fucking the mixed tag match that we just talked about. And I think that kind of set the tone for my taste of this rampage.
0: Well, doesn't it kind of feel like a really weird match? It's like, we're going to put three champions in a match so that we don't have to have two title matches. And we're basically we're
1: gonna have three trios matches and only one of them's for the title. I mean it's weird man. It's a little weird, but let's get into this main event, which I'm pretty sure has uh just been slofted in the mid card of some darks. Um Ricky Starks defeated QT Marshall. I didn't even know this match was happening. Yeah, I was sitting there waiting I was like, what,
0: what was the main event for this? I'm not going
1: to lie. At first, there was like a there was a moment where I was like, are we really going to let World One FTR take us off the air?
0: no, I didn't what think of that. Happen? I did, I thought that for a second but I was like, no, they always end on a match. Like that's silly. But then like I was like, but what's going to get this little time? And then they said what the match was and I was like, oh.
1: So the way I phrased that
0: it sounded disrespectful. I didn't mean it
1: like that, obviously, but um no, Q, QT and, and Ricky Am I glad they're getting a main event spot? Absolutely. However, I just don't know if the timing felt right for this show. Again, I don't know why the trio settled in main event, um, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, maybe I honestly wonder if this match would have gotten more time if it opened, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, and you know he had to beat the final boss of the factory,
0: right? So. Yeah, he had to. He had to finish the finish the final boss actually this was more like the mini boss the final boss is Hobbs uh, yeah,
1: and and I thought they had a good little match that started off in the crowd um the moment I remember the most is camarada slipping slipping marshall a watch to use as a weapon stark speared solo off the apron then took out the factory members on the floor marshall hit a diamond cutter for a near fall marshall then went for the crossroads but starks avoided it and hit the spear he delivered the roshan for the victory Hobbs ran in to do a brawl with starks so they had to be separated by officials and then Danielson came to the commentary table to confront Jericho and yeah uh i think the opener was really good but the rest of this was kind of just there so uh what did you think of the main event and i guess the brawl at the end was pretty badass so
0: yeah just kind of a, like a dud main event you know tough but i mean and it's weird on paper it seems like it would be a good match on dark usually a good match uh but just I don't know. most of this matches, yeah. Did QT lose a step or something? Like I, I feel like I've asked that before, and then like the next match he just has a great match, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I yeah, it just uh, it just wasn't there, and that's okay. I and mean he's taking the reason why I asked that, he's taking some nasty bumps on some of those QT specials and like other moves that he does. Like, he's taking some falls. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he was starting to slow down a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, he's, a, he's an a Oh, he also character. kicked out of a diamond cutter, I guess, right? So I guess that's significant, but also QT's never really on TV, so is it? I don't know. That's the sad part, right?
1: But shout out Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is getting a good reaction. So guys, we will if we will be catch you guys tomorrow night for All Out. And if you've just listened to our predictions or you are looking for some predictions, check out our predictions, which will be in your feed right after you listen to this one. So... That'll be it for us. Um, getting excited for all out, and yeah, uh, make sure you follow us. Right, give us give us a yeah. follow, man. If you like the show or tweeted us, telling us to fuck off, we appreciate yep. both. So absolutely, catch you guys
0: on the flip side. You might get pushback on my Twitter. I'm just saying, I have friends. Hey,
1: hey, hey. See ya. <laughs> Thank